0: you all are the reason why we do this podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave your comments and share your reviews and also share with others. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.
1: Welcome to the show. I'm here with Sonya.
0: Hello everyone.
1: And the show today is going to be behind the uh, scenes. Have a little chat about what goes on at the show behind the scene so that you can get a first look, a first hand look, and understanding how we do things here at the Clinton Bush. Food Science with a Different Flavor Show.
0: That's good. I'm excited about this episode. So what are we talking about today, Mr. Bush?
1: That's good, Sonya. (laughs) (laughs) That's a fun show, y'all. So what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about some of the upcoming shows and, and the purpose of the show, the subject matter. Because the show is designed to have a little bit of something for everyone. Explain to them, you what I mean.
0: Well, one thing I like about this show is that when you talk about food science and the flavoring experience, that is a great way to start to understand the food process And how our food comes about. Because, you know, we just think, you know, whether it goes from the farm to the supermarket to the pan is not necessarily true. So what we have learned over the years is that they add flavor enhancements. And they actually add different things to food to make us want more of that particular food. So it's very interesting on just how everything comes about. And when we talk about, you know, food marketing and just all of these different aspects that goes with not only the production of food, but also selling of food and how a great product comes about. So that's why I was so excited to hear Skip on the show because he brings a wealth of knowledge um, to to the show. And also the purpose is that I really love is that we really get to understand understand what is food science. Because truthfully, I didn't even hear of food science till a few years ago. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then to find out that it was actually a career and careers that go around food science. So um, is it's really awesome to to bring this. And, and then actually how we got started with food science, which was interesting, was we wanted to bring awareness to this industry because this industry is a very old industry, but you know, so to speak, we need new blood in this industry. So, you know, we're talking about how Asia was leading in this industry. We're the United States. So we trying to get this thing going.
1: That's a good point that Sanya makes. And that's the reason why the show is called Clinton Bush food science with a different flavor.
0: And understanding the flavoring experience. Don't forget about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the different flavor... Meaning a different perspective. Because things are new. The times are new. And the industry is real old, like Sonia said. But let me back up some. Let me go to rewind. When she was talking about the flavoring experience. What we have to understand... You have a flavor system. And that's what Skip was speaking to last show. The flavor systems that you have to put the food. Like if you're chewing gum, it's a spearmint. You have to infuse a spearmint flavor into the gum so that you can enjoy it. And in fact, our next guest got something real good for you. Uh, his name is Celebrity Chef Keith Jones that's going to be our next guest and he's going to talk about and and show you ways how you can infuse different flavors into foods which is big in culinary Arts
0: and what I love about the last show was that that couldn't be done without somebody like Skip Ruskin that flavoring experience and that's what he brings
1: so what we want you to understand, although the topic is not a real popular popping top topic, you're going to learn a lot on the show. We got excellent experts and special guests, people in all facets of the industry, is going to be on the show. We even have college professors for you that's going to be on the show. So when you look at what the show's going to bring, if we had to put a dollar value on it, it'll be priceless. Let me say it that way. So you want to get all kind of information on, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur, wherever you at in the food chain, we got, we have something for you. Whether you want to be a food entrepreneur, whether you want to be a chef or you want to own a franchise or open up a store or a manufacturing plant whatever it is in food science in the food industry we have you covered with a different flavor
0: all right so now let's transition to the previous show with miss jasmine okay so how did you feel about miss jasmine being on the show
1: actually i was really excited because one thing I wanted to establish with with Miss Yasmin was her educational background. You want to kind of go over that?
0: Well, one thing I love about bringing her on and her educational background is that, number one, you know, she went to school from something totally different.
1: She sure did.
0: And so usually, you know, they, they talk about how, you know, you'll have your next career. Like everyone doesn't have one career anymore, it seems like. So it seems like we always transition into something else. So whether it's by circumstance or by choice. So, you know, this is something that, um, that was brought to light, you know, with her talking about her background. So I think that was very enlightening. And then it could be an, encouraging. You know, because a lot of times when we feel that we have done something or we went to school for something and now we want to do something else, you know, it it gets kind of discouraging because you think of all of the transitional moves that you have to make. And we always think about what we could lose. So, uh, but we never think about really if we put our mind to it and we have the right people around us and we get the right information, what we can win. So I thought that was just um, a good a good start for someone um, like Jasmine to come on to the show, and because uh, she's talking about really whether it's transitioning into her becoming an entrepreneur full time, or you know what's the big talk is that side hustle. You know we got to have a side hustle sometimes to bring in extra income. So you know that that's what she actually brought to the show, and hopefully it will be able to enlighten. A lot of people, and have people possibly think differently for whatever their next steps may be in life.
1: Yeah, Jasmine with the school for criminal justice—is that what it's called? Yes, criminal yeah. justice. No, criminal. Yeah, criminal justice. She got. She was able to get her bachelor's degree. Then she went back to school to get a master's degree. In criminal justice. And then she was talking about potentially becoming a, an attorney and asked parents. Oh, I let the bag out of the the cat out of the bag. I said parents. Yes, by the way, Jasmine is our daughter. And uh, yeah, so she wanted to know how I felt about her being a, a, a lawyer quite natural I was very excited about her being a lawyer and then she wanted to be a doctor. And she was trying to figure out which one she she was gonna pursue. Then she was gonna get a doctor's degree. I think she get those smarts from my side. Oh no I better not say that. She's very smart. She get it from both of her parents. But anyway, uh so, you know, I mean in. we we had a a real awesome career in foods, as you can readily see. And then one day, she was working, well, she told the story, and you'll be, if you heard the story, she was uh, dabbing in some food. She made a dessert. So then, everybody, she got uh, rave uh, reviews. Everybody was excited about her banana pudding. So she started a, a a company and a product. So she's a food entrepreneur. So I'm excited about that. But the thing I'm really excited at about, she was passionate about this business and she didn't want to let her parents down. So normally parents would be like, well, you need to do this. You went to school for this. That wasn't my... Position That wasn't our position at all. In fact, we're excited because I think Jasmine is young enough in her late 20s to take a shot, to do things that she's passionate about. And I know she's going to be successful in her putting business. And if she wants to go back to criminal uh, justice or, or law, she can do that. She got plenty of time on her side. Actually, I like her upside, even in her business. I really like it, and I'm excited. And this is what the, 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 the show is about. It's about ordinary people pursuing their dreams and their passions and not being afraid to go after what's in your spirit and what's in your heart. And it's all right to do you. It's all right to be have self-awareness. Because one thing you never want to do, I hope you get out of this segment, is re- regret not pursuing what was in your heart, your dream. So whatever your dream is, pursue it, whether it's food or something else. So I think this is what this show brings you. That And then we want to bring... All of the experts and the people with the credentials to help you all along the way.
0: Yeah, so I think, look, actually you probably have found another uh, segment of pursuing your dreams and, (laughs) you know, chasing your purpose. Something like that. Because a lot of times what we found out that we have these dreams and we have these visions whether it's dealing with, you know, something within the food industry, but we just don't know how to get started. So, I think that would be a great segment. You know, if I have this thought in my head or I have this idea or if I have this recipe from great grandma that has been so great and everybody love, how do I monetize that? How do I get started? What do what are some of the next steps? So, I think that would be a great next segment. But once we get back to Ms. Jasmine, so one of the things that we talked about with her is because, you know, she is a startup. And so what we would just like to, to just, you know, just share and just kind of talk about some of the things that she was experiencing um, in regards to start startups. And then also, of course, you know, what we want to do is we also want to protect her during this time so that she doesn't make certain mistakes. So really that is what we're talking about today.
1: And then let me add this. Uh, Jasmine always knew we was entrepreneurs all through our lives. But Jasmine was away at school when we was out, uh, doing the family business. Let me say it that way. But to get back to what Sonya was saying, uh, this is the place we have a segment of the program in this program called the Food Lab. And the the purpose of that is to give you all of the information you need to not to make the mistakes and to put out a quality product, whether it's packaging, your logo, branding, marketing, and even the, the food food uh, sensory and, f- and food uh, tests doing test tests t- taste tests all of those things so you'll, you'll be able to get all of that information on the program
0: so with Jasmine what do you what are some of the warnings you would like to share with Jasmine
1: well before I get with the about the warnings I was so taking the way her uh, packaging looked. One thing that we're going to do is get her a, a, a logo. Her packaging was good. I think it was just missing the logo because mm-hmm. people were so excited to get the product, and the product was so good, and it was packaged so well. But I think that she needs that logo logo for her branding with the way the Things are going with all of the new technology and the different platforms. She need that branding. So that's one thing I want to get for is the logo. And then the other thing I was concerned with is to make sure she uh, understands where the marketplace and where the consumer attention is at. A lot of times getting started with a food brand You might want to consider where you want to sell your product and then overhead and the cost of entry and the cost to get your product out there so I wanted to save her a lot of time and a lot of money on that versus going into a storefront I think her business is very scalable in fact I think What I'm interested, I'm excited about, is that a e a e-commerce business would be real good for her, and she's doing real well on on uh, social media. I think e-commerce and some uh, social media marketing would be awesome for her because what she's doing is is bringing her product. Directly to the consumer, and I think that's the way things are going in, in the marketplace today. I think that's the big advantage that food entrepreneurs have—that they can go straight to the consumer before they had to do what we had to do. You had to go to Walmart or or Sam's Club to put you down, and what I'm referencing to is an ice cream product that we was able to bring to the marketplace via via Sam Club for a season. It was a seasonal product, but uh, so that's what I'm, I'm I'm concerned with. I want her to have access directly to the consumer. I think that's the be her business for her. And then she could still do her uh, criminal justice stuff.
0: So you're
1: talking about a side hustle. Yes, a side <laughs> hustle.
0: Alright, yeah. so now with packaging, you talked about logos, you talked about marketing and, and, and branding. Um, so you, you talked about her target market and how you would like for her to deliver her product.
1: So let me just interrupt you for one minute because I think this is real. You
0: sure are interrupting <laughs> quite a bit. I mean, I know it is your show.
1: <laughs> it's our show. Uh I want the audience to know that I was I got sick five years ago that I had a stroke. And so my voice, the stroke. Oh, I, I did recover from the stroke. So if you hear a impairment in my speech or my voice, it's because of the stroke. But everything is fine. I'm still hustling. My passion for the food industry and to help many people who's interested in this uh, industry drives me to do what I do, and this is the reason uh, we're doing this show. So, okay, you can go, Sonya. You're up the bat. No more interruptions.
0: So, with the packaging, we talked about logo, uh, we talked about target market, and we talked about marketing. So, uh, one thing we were talking about in regards to Packaging a product is how much of that product that you're actually packaging. And consistency.
1: Yeah. When we was on the business, you stayed on me on that.
0: So, one thing for sure is that, you know, what we were discussing um, with Jasmine is that we were saying that you always want to make sure that you are serving consistency. And a 16 ounce cup might not necessarily mean 16 ounces. So depending on how much you pack, and you know how sometimes we can pack things and push it down, pack it and push it down, and that 16 ounce turn into 24 ounces. And so the one thing is is just having, making sure that when you are delivering a product, that that product, the weight is consistent, but then also the look of the product is consistent.
1: That was good. You nailed it.
0: So the presentation...
1: I call that a, a home run you just hit. Now and the reason why that's so important, now to your, to your customer who love the product, to them, they cool with you giving them 24 ounces over 16 ounces. But if you are selling a, a product in the marketplace, you get definitely got to be consistent with your measurements. Because let's say you sell it in a store. The label says 16 ounces, but you weigh it up, you got 24 ounces. And then you have to look at your profits. That's a half of a another container. If you're giving up 24 ounces and it's supposed to be 16 ounces. If my math is right, that's eight ounces over what you're supposed to be giving, which means that's half of a never uh, sell. So you, you want to be commit uh, consistent with your measurements, which means you need weights. You got to weigh your product.
0: Absolutely. So that cut, what basically happens is it cut into food costs because I think a lot of times too, uh, with startups that, you know, sometimes we don't realize that Everything comes uh, out of that, that, that product. So our profits come out of that product. But with making our product, all the things that have to be calculated. So we're not only calculating our food costs. We're, we're, you know, we have to um, calculate our time. You know, the time that we're spending. And so we want to make sure that when we are, are selling our products, that we're not um, only making about $2 an hour. So we have to calculate that food cost. And what that means is basically keeping our food costs, you know, under that 35%. And so when we're adding in labor costs and, you know, and other expenses, so 50 to 75% should equal, you know, our total sales. So that's why, you know, we have to do the math. We have to do the math. And actually the first thing that people will look at when they're getting into trouble and really not making money in the food business is the first thing that is examined is food costs. So that's actually how important you know that that is in nailing that.
1: Now I got to say this. This doesn't well yes it does. Now, when I was telling you y'all about my impairment, Sonya kind of looked at me because she's uh, always by the book kind of person. She always go by the book, real high integrity person and so am I. But my issue was this, I want to be transparent with the audience, with you. So I didn't want nobody to be like, why does he talk like that? I thought it was important for the audience to know the reason why. Because then you might be like, man, he got quality guests, but why do you pronounce his words like that? It's just being transparent. So now you know that when you tune in to the Clinton Bush Food Science with a different flavor show, that you want to get transparency, you want to get good information, and you want to get... Experts, you want to get the best in the field.
0: And as long as you're doing that, they're not going to worry about your your speech issues.
1: I know because I was transparent. I shared it with them.
0: Oh my goodness! Anyway, (laughs) so we're going to start wrapping this up. So um, and just give some. Some feedback, though, on what I just said. See, you start going into other stuff. I'm trying to keep us on track. (laughs) So I just talked about how important it is with food costs and how actually food costs, if it's not done correctly, can actually close the doors to a business.
1: It sure can.
0: So that's why with our measurements, we have to be accurate. We have to really understand what we are spending in in food, you know, what our labor costs are, what our expenses are, because that's um, all of that comes out of our profit. And so we want to make sure that we're not literally eating up our profit. So or allow other people to eat up our profits.
1: And that's what I call food for thought.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is food for thought, isn't it? Absolutely. So, so, you know, um, so basically, and, and that's just what this, this portion was today is really to talk about that, that food costs and understanding the the business aspect of how important it is in regards to not only presentation, knowing your target market, but really understanding whatever your expenses are. You know, what how what that cost is for you to make a product. Because a lot of time we want to use quality things in a product. And so, but sometimes people don't want to pay for that product. So, you know, we always have to take those things into consideration and really look at, at that bottom line.
1: And I think that's where social media can help you. Because on a, f- a couple of businesses that we was privileged, privileged to run, we had to educate our customers on the reason why in order for them to justify the price. But let me say this. The show is called Clinton Bush Food Science with a Different Flavor. Now let me flip the word food science around. So this show is about the science of food. So that's what Sonia gave you. She gave you some science. Okay, as we get ready to conclude, uh, I just want to mention a few guests, upcoming guests that I want you, y'all guys, to look out for. The next guest is going to be celebrity chef Keith Jones. He's going to be our next guest, and I'm excited about that. We got a couple of uh chefs coming. Keith Jones is in the ride. Denver, Colorado area.
0: I'm excited about Chef Keith coming on. So that'll be a great segment.
1: And then we got an international segment for you with Roberto Briziani from Spain. Yes, we're going to Spain.
0: (laughs) Yes, that will be, That's also will be exciting.
1: What you like about Roberto? Just give him a little teaser.
0: <laughs> no. Uh, R- give a,
1: t- a teaser on both sh- of the chefs, and tell him what who, who Roberto is. He's a pizza what
0: connoisseur. So he yeah he does great things with a pizza. So definitely, definitely, want definitely. To to want to
1: learn pizza. how to make pizza at home?
0: straight from Italy <laughs> okay so but this concludes our show so it was nice being here on the show with you Mr. Bush so you might invite me back I don't know you <laughs> you kind of took over over my part of the show
1: <laughs> well I had fun with you Sonia Bush I had Jasmine Bush last week this week I got Sonia Bush it must be the Bushes, huh? It's a Bush thing, huh? You are too funny. Clinton okay. Bush Food Science. Okay, y'all. I had fun. Tune in the next week and make sure you share this with your friends and everybody who want to learn about the cooking experience. Food Science. Remember, you heard it first. Here on the Clinton Bush Food Science with a different flavor. Show. Yeah.